I believe a cabal of secret societies has controlled the world for 200 plus years and we get to be alive at a time to see it fall. I believe in the power of one person working as a team with other Christian patriots can have massive impact in reversing this ungodly culture. I believe that we have an omniscient, omnipresent, and omnipotent God that has put his hand on this moment in time to deny the timeline of the enemy and is about to heal our land. This is Rick, your host, and I believe that God has called me to empower Christian patriots with truth. Join us now for the Blessed Teach Show, and let's see what God is doing today. actually Wednesday, August 2nd, 2023. Welcome to the Blessed Teach Show. We're going to be talking to Juan O'Savin, who's going to be coming at the bottom of the hour live, and then we're going to be discussing a Julie Green prophetic word that talks about prepare for the coming darkness, and uh, there's uh, uh, important things that we need to do to prepare for that coming darkness that I want to be spending time on with you. So we'll be digging into that as well. So I tell you what, we're in the new studio. It's fun to be able to be messing with all these new tools and we'll uh, just show you some of that type of stuff as we go forward here. But I wanted to kind of start with some news. Um, welcome, I see we are live on Rumble and on Backstage and I'm not sure Facebook worked this time because it didn't click up on me. If you're on Facebook, uh, um, let me know by chatting and see if it shows up here. But anyway, we are um, on the most important platform, Rumble, because that's our biggest platform by far since Facebook book completely shadow bounds it um they don't not they don't like our music uh, uh, they they uh, there's a lot of things that facebook uh, keeps and suppresses so severely so if you have a choice please get to the rumble platform where we're not censored uh, and that would be appreciated as we dig into this news for today i want to start with jack smith admits making a false claim in trump case so now this is interesting because they said they provided everything to the lawyers, right? But they really did not. <laughs> it's because they came up with new stuff they wanted to present. So I think it's just kind of trying to keep the news cycle and, and, and win the narrative. This is why they, these these come out. They don't want you to talk about Hunter Biden. They don't want to talk about all the stuff that's coming on there. Special Counsel Jack Smith team made a startling admission in its case against President Donald Trump, acknowledging in a new court filing that it failed to turn over all the evidence to Mr. Trump's legal team as required by law and falsely claimed that it had. Mr. Smith's team said in July 31st, court filing a classified documents case against the former president that it had incorrectly claimed during the July 18th court hearing that it had provided all Mar-a-Lago surveillance footage to Trump's defense attorneys as required by law. But now they're trying to say he's deleted it. It's, it, it goes on and on um, and in a saga where they're trying to, again, keep on the, in the major narrative. 
So I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this because this is what they want us to talk about most of the time, right? Uh, Mr. Smith's team accused Mr. Trump of in a new um, superseding indictment filed on July 27th of conspiring with his staff to delete some of the security footage so that the grand jury in the case would not see all the evidence. The Department of Justice didn't immediately return a request for comment to the Epic Times. Obviously, Trump denies that completely, and he put that out on True Social. And if you, again, want to really get Trump's latest thinking, just go to Truth Social and follow him, and you'll see um, he's talking about, where's Hunter? <laughs> is what he says here about 29 minutes ago. He also says, Fitch just downgraded U.S. debt first time in many years. Wow. So this is, shows that you know, the, the, the collapse of the dollar is, is about ready to happen. Um, here He also retweeted this, uh, well, he put this thing, not guilty. President Trump, 45 and 47, it says, contribute to defend President Trump. It's interesting that it said 45-47. Uh, didn't say 45 and 47, right? It's like 45 through 47. Because <laughs> people would argue about being the commander-in-chief if you follow Derek Johnson at all. Um, interesting that it's talking about that. Um, hey, I wanted to let you know the sponsor of this this episode is Share Health. Of course, unique guys. If you're if you're using Cabal Insurance, where they not paying 29 percent on average of what they you think they're going to pay, and it's a contract, and so there's tons of things they will not pay, right? And now we see if with the new insurance, even if your employer's covering you, that you usually have tons of stuff that's not covered in these insurance plans. So they've, they've really put us in a bind financially with healthcare. And healthcare, the only way you can actually solve a problem is to go through big pharma uh, solutions. You can't go to natural solutions, they won't pay for it. So that's why I do a Christian sharing program called Share Healthcare. Here's a little bit about that. Hi, we're Share Healthcare. We bring folks together from all across America to voluntarily share medical expenses. When you have a medical expense, Share Healthcare advocates on your behalf to negotiate with providers and reprice your bills, saving you money. Then, once you've secured a lowered price, funds from your fellow members are transferred into your individualized bank account. Register with Lion Bank of Bolivar, Missouri to share the burden of eligible medical expenses. Other ministries gather all the monthly funds together and then distribute to members in need. What makes Share Healthcare so unique is that funds are shared only between members' Lion Bank accounts and are never pooled into a central pool or account making us a totally compliant healthcare sharing ministry. During your enrollment process, you'll be shown how to create your own line bank account, specifically for your share healthcare membership. Having your own line bank account allows you to receive self-pay patient discounts and see how your contributions are being used to help your fellow members. All will maintain your medical and banking privacy, of course. When your membership begins, you'll have a personalized online portal. From this portal, you can pay your monthly share amount, view the status of medical bills, send well wishes or even flowers to fellow members, and so much more. And if that isn't enough to feel good about, we also donate a portion of each member's monthly share to provide medical care to orphaned and abandoned children in Africa. Share Healthcare, the most unique and first fully compliant online healthcare ministry in America. Visit our website at sharehealthcare.com to learn more and join today. And if you just put a, uh, a slash B2T, Rick B2T at the end of that, if you sign up, use Rick B2T. Again, many people are using this for supplemental insurance, and many people are just scrapping, like I did, the cabal insurance completely. And uh, it's, it's amazing to see um, how the cabal insurance is making people, uh, I had a friend just spend $6,000 to get their, their son's tonsils out, right? 
and they had full insurance covered by their by 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 their um, uh, so so it's like you know what seventy five eighty thousand dollars to do this and and they ended up they had to pay six thousand dollars above what their insurance paid so if they would have had the supplemental experience the maximum would have been six thousand dollars you can see the payments are incredibly low compared to compared to the cabal insurance so get off the medical cartel insurance and go to uh, sharehealthco.com slash rickb2t. All right, the, the link's down below in the, in, the, in the video as well. Here it is, Joe Biden longed for Donald Trump prosecution over January 6th. So we know that that was the case, right? President Joe Biden longed for this. Um, it even says here that, it's, it's real interesting as you dig into this, it says he wanted to take action and prosecute former President Donald Trump over what transpired on January 6th, a wish that came to fruition this week over a year after reports of Biden's initial complaints on the matter. Um, so we even know as we dig into this that this uh, is Joe Biden wanting, or really, really, Joe Biden's a controlled asset, right, a puppet. So this is this is him actually um, being used to make that all this happen with the Biden uh, administration, the DOJ. Biden's DOJ under fire against Vivek Ramzawmi, who's actually a, a, vice, uh, a Republican presidential candidate, and it's kind of moving up in the polls. Many people think he's going to come in second behind Trump. He brings a suit to compel the release of Trump indictment. His Miami is to bring this lawsuit is to finally deliver accountability and transparency. And what he's done is a FOIA request, which is, I think, a great idea of what he's done here. He um, he put a lawsuit against President Joe Biden's Justice Department and filed a Freedom of Information Act, which is that FOIA. Uh, the records request to gain information regarding the recent indictments of former Trump. And his quote is, my aim is to bring this lawsuit to final deliver accountability and transparency. What did Biden and his cronies tell Attorney General Garland? What did Garland and the deep staters who put him in as Attorney General tell Jack Smith? Ramaswamy said in a statement in his campaign obtained by The Hill. So isn't that interesting? So all this is uh, coming down to the DOJ corruption. And it's and that those are the, all this pressure is going to hopefully bring to fruit what really has happened here. Mike Pence secret notes revealed in Jack Smith's indictment of Trump. So this is new information they're trying to say here that hey, um, we have new notes and secret notes at Pence about the discussions they've had, and this is going to be supposed to be used as evidence. It's going to be a propaganda show, just like the January sixth, uh, you know, unselect committee did with their. Their, their little show. They're trying to put on a show now with new information so they can try to justify putting Trump in jail. Um, I don't think it's going to work well, well for him, but that's their that's their that's what they're doing. Pence comes out swinging in Trump following the January 6th indictment, and he should never be president, Pence says. So it kind of shows you where he is on the on this whole spectrum. He might be playing a role, though. Um, some of the prophets, because Robin Bowles had stopped talking bad about Mike Pence, so he might be playing a role as he's part of the cabal and going to be exposing it. Who knows what's going on with him? But what he's saying is is, is a total rhino type statements, right? Here's uh, and guys also want to make sure again if there's one thing you can do right now if you're saying how can I help and is, is be a digital soldier with Mike Lindell and um, and this has cost you zero money. In fact, you get a free twenty dollar uh, gift from Mike Lindell. It's an online gift valued at that that you get by just signing up for this lindellevent.com. He wants to get clean emails in and invite only those that are going to be digital soldiers. So uh, on August 16th and 17th, they're going to air this. You can watch it remotely. And then as soon as something happens, he's going to give us you assets to blast out. And so that we can control the narrative versus the fake news media. 
This plan has never been talked about before. So it's going to be exciting what he reveals, this plan. Some of the military said this is absolutely brilliant. So if there's one thing, if you have not done it yet, please go get, get your email in here. Put Use the B2T code as a referral code. That's going to show Mike that, hey, uh, Rick's in this with you as well. And Mike will be sending you a free gift. So if you want a free gift as well as be a digital soldier to get this narrative and override the mainstream media narrative, we need your help. This is a digital soldier action item. So go to lindellevent.com. Links down below that as well, lindellevent.com. Just use the referral code B2T and boom, you'll get your free gift. Hope you really enjoy that. Um, here is NBC News torched for claiming you can't change race, but you can change gender. <laughs> So all these people, they can claim they're a woman when they're a man, and they can claim they're a man when they're a woman, but you definitely cannot um, change genders, right? Which logically makes no sense. Of course, uh, none of it makes sense at all. Uh, but we have a full article here. Again, everything I show you, I have show notes I send you each day, so make sure you go to blessedteach.com to get those free show notes. And blessedteach.com is also where you can be backstage with on Zoom with the Great Patriots. You can be backstage with, with Juan, on Zoom with Juan tonight. If you do something that takes two or three minutes to sign up, you basically just go to blessedteach.com, hit the backstage tab, and then what you would do is um, get your account, and boom, you're going to get a link sent with the with, where you can log in by to the live show and actually come into Zoom. And then each after that, each day before I go live, uh, you'll get an email with a link that goes right into Zoom, making it incredibly easy. You don't even have to uh, log in at all. You would just use the Zoom link. High school senior boys nearly twice as likely to be conservative as liberal. So this is there's some good news coming here as people are waking up, and uh, that that is a part of the the good news is that 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 I, I like to see every once in a while, right? So um, here's University of Michigan survey found that boys in their senior year of high school are almost two times more likely to identify as conservative than liberal. However, uh, for 12th grade girls. They are more evenly likely to consider themselves liberal than conservatives. On the morning of the future survey, which is considered a scholarly endeavor that date back to the 1970s, according to Hill, the political differences that were once somewhat close have drifted further apart. So, yeah, some good some good news coming out of uh, this here, uh, and I wanted to um, jump into letting you know what's going to be going on in the show here. So we got 107 coming on here in just a bit, and then we have. Um, Dr. Brian Artis will be live monthly, and um, again coming on on the eighth, and then Mary Crowley coming on on Wednesday. Again, all these people you can be backstage on Zoom. You just go to the backstage tab on blessedteach.com. You can be backstage with Dr. Artis with Mary Crowley, who will be prophesying over those that have their camera on. You have Stacey Blyden, um talking about the prophetic report and giving us updates on her perspective there. Got Amanda Grace coming on as well as Aaron Artis. You got Trey Smith, Tom Holman, even SG and on all coming on the show. I uh, guess there's a bunch of other guests that he was talking to me about today. Exciting um, what is going to be happening there. Um, I'm going to go over this, the coming darkness that Julie Green uh, put out here, her latest prophetic word. It's interesting um, to dig into this. And the reason, again, I don't want to be the Julie Green show, right? But I do want to cover main prophets I do follow. Uh, Robin Bullock, Amanda Grace, as well as as Julie. And what, what I really like about the words that she's getting now is number one, they're close to what I'm getting, but number, but most importantly, is it really digs into our preparation and our mindset as Christians in this battle. 
right? It's faith versus sight, which I talk about all the time, right? It is faith versus fear that the cabal is trying to bring us in. And this coming darkness shows that when all this happens, and Juan's going to be talking about this, right? Because he's going to be talking about um, a near-death experience. In fact, even the most uh, positive of us might at some point in time here in the near future think, wow, the deep state's going to win, right? Just like in the Red Sea, when almost half the people wanted to stone Moses, right? Even after all the miracles that he did and all the power that he that, that God used him through, you know, they they were going to stone him and give him to the Egyptians, right? <laughs> they did not. They were scared to death at the very end, even after all ten plagues. And so um, we we have to guard against that, and the way we guard against that is important, and that's why this word. I believe is an important one to get into. And this is, again, just the one that was released this morning. It says, For I, the Lord, this day am telling you, my children, I have given many warnings of things to come. I have told you about darkness. I have told you about the plans of the enemy and what they want to do and how they wanted to bring a one-world government, a great reset, as they call it, to turn your lives upside down, to kill as many people as they possibly could kill, to take away any freedoms. That you have left. You guys, this is real stuff. You know, the Georgia Guidestones, it doesn't take long to go research and look at number one, which uh, they almost tried to, you know, everything Satan does, he, it's like a mirror. He tries to take what God does and twist it, right, to bring deception. So it's almost like they wrote on stone um, these, the, the, these goals, if you will, and almost like the Ten Commandments, right? They had ten of them listed there, and the first one, I believe, is the one that says keep the uh, keep the population at 500 million perpetually. So basically they have to kill off and make sure that the reproductive systems don't work. That <laughs> They keep it at 500 million. But to get to 500 million when you're at 8 billion means they have to kill 7.5 billion people. Okay, This is what the eugenists are doing um, and this is why the Lord's kind of confirming this is what they want to do. I talked to you about the great shakings, great reveals, great things that are coming. I told you I was going to lock you in to protect you. I told you about to about great judgments that were coming to you your enemies and every single thing that they have done. My hand is against your enemies, but there's another side of that darkness. Yes, things will be shaking. Things will turn upside down. Things will be abnormal. Things will be uncomfortable, it may seem, definitely to the world. But on the other side of that darkness, there's my light. There's my glory. There's my love, restoration, healing, great joy in the midst of great sorrow. There's peace. So guys, this is uh, what re one of the reasons why I like to make sure this is all, all not just a bunch of negative news, right? Or talking about all this, uh, what, what Amanda Grace had called junk intel, right? That gets us into fear and pulls us into sight versus faith, faith, faith. And this mindset um, type of type of um, information that is coming through Julie is, is very important, I believe, at this time. Where there is so much unrest, you say, God, how can this be? How can it be like two worlds going on at the same time? One with gross darkness and chaos and shaking, unrest and judgment. On the other hand, joy and peace and restoration and gladness and just glory and light, healing. How can this be? God, how can this be? How can it be with two worlds going on? How can this be? And he answers that with my children, I have given you the example. A great example in my word. I've spoken about this place many times. 
my land of Goshen, where there was chaos with all the judgments and all the plagues that were going on in, against Egypt because of what they had done to my people. At the same time, one world was chaotic, dark, and destructive. Destruction was hitting them like they have never seen and never known. On the other side, there was protection. There was my glory. There was joy. And there was peace. There was healing. They didn't leave Egypt the same way they came in. They left it better. Remember, after the 10th plague, finally, the Egyptians started just giving all their gold and silver and clothes and food and said, just get out of here. <laughs> that was a great wealth transfer back then. My children, when this darkness is happening and chaos, it looks like, is overwhelming and surrounding you, know I am surrounding you. Remember that song that we sing? Uh, all about uh, all about this, I'll fight my battles, right? It's talking about, it looks like I'm surrounded, but no, I'm surrounded by you. I go before you, I protect you, I'm your shield, I'm your strong power, I'm your deliverer, I'm your joy, I'm your peace. My children, don't you know I am your healing, I'm your healer. I don't just have it, I am healing. There are so many things with my glory that I'm about to pour out. My glory and my light will destroy all the darkness. It will destroy all the evil. It will not touch you. You are coming to a place with my glory you will not be touched because the enemy can't come in my presence. So fill yourself up. Fill yourself up with me. Fill yourself up with my glory. Call upon me. Ask for it. My glory is my presence. It's my power. It's my goodness for you. Guys, I want to stop. This is why we do word and worship on Fridays and Sundays and we do praise and prayer on Mondays and Thursdays. Four days a week where we play this beautiful music where the it's called presence-based music where the presence of the Lord comes in there. He loves to be present when we are worshiping Him. And you got people with their, their all their heart and soul are into this worship music. And that's why I say put everything away when we're doing our you know hour, hour and a half of just worshiping Him. We also do a lot of praising, obviously praying and praising prayer and not teaching the word and word and worship. So uh, I invite you to those events Monday and Thursday after the show, Friday at five o'clock where Gus and I teach and then Sunday morning at 10 where I teach. So um, come and fill yourself up, right? I'm sending out, let me get back to here. I'm sending out glory that will fill this earth like the water filled the days of Noah. Remember, with that water, there was destruction, great destruction on a level never seen on earth. But at that same time, I was cleansing the earth of evil. My glory, even in the midst of that destruction, is going to cleanse the earth from that evil that was holding you, enslaving you, and keeping you from me. I promised that I would not flood the earth with water, but I never promised it wasn't going to flood the earth, that I wasn't going to flood the earth. But this time with my glory, that flood us with glory, not as water. <laughs> I said no water. No, I said no water. And I will not do that again. But this time, it's with my glory. My glory will fill this earth and it will, will annihilate and will destroy the destruction of the enemy, the plans of the enemy, and that they have done before you and against you. And it will be like it had, was never there. This is for a short time, my children, because there is a time coming. I've told you about the book of Revelation. That time is drawing near closer than you realize. But remember my promise, don't go by what man has told you. 
You go by what my word has told you. I did not appoint you to this wrath, and this will be wrath. You are not part of that. You don't have to be. Now, this is interesting about what the Lord told her here, because this kind of looks like he's telling Julie about a pre-rapture narrative, um, because I think he's clearly talking about all the stuff that's going to happen before the second coming. That's going to be before the tribulation, I believe. And that's I'm teaching on the book of Revelation. Now we'll be um, going through chapter 11 on tomorrow night, and then fr uh, Sunday we'll be going up chapter 12. Um, but the whole point is, is that um, she talked. She uh, earlier we talked about this is going to be the time of vengeance, not the time of wrath. Meaning there's going to be vengeance that comes in, saves us, so that we can have the great harvest um, and take possession of the land, etc. Have the, all the things that the prophets are talking about. Um, before the book of Revelation. Um, so this short time, I think, is going to be this vengeance that comes in, and we have some time period um, to do amazing, amazing evangelism, right? Before what happens in, I believe, chapter 6 through uh, through oh, chapter 11, where, where it's very clearly the entire, really through 16, if you really want to get through all the details of Revelation and the tribulation period. Um, again, that's my futuristic um, interpretation. There's also a pretist and a historicist, which I talk and teach as well. And you can make your own decisions as you study with me. But until that time, my glory will fill this earth and more people will come into the body of Christ than any other time in history because of this glory. Because the proof of the miracles that I still do, proof of my love, because they will fill it. And these things to look forward to. So don't pay attention to just the shaking and the darkness and the judgment. You pay attention to the light, my glory, and what I have in store for you. You are my Goshen because you are in me. So remember, if you go read the book of Exodus, you're going to see all 10 plagues happen in Egypt, but every one of those plagues, nothing touched Goshen. That's the area where all the Israelis lived. So the slaves of the Israelis, even though they're enslaved, they had great pasture land because they were they were shepherds, right? And, um, and and then they got put in slave to build stuff. But in general, when they went home at night and all these plagues hit, they weren't they weren't affected. It was just in Egypt. And this is the last paragraph of this word from this morning. It says, "So my children, receive my protection, receive my glory in unlimited ways. Unprecedented things are coming. Unprecedented things are coming. But my unlimited power will be seen." in and through you. You will see me. You will see me do things you never thought you'd see. I've told you the Red Sea was nothing compared to what I'm about to do for you in this hour. So rejoice in this day. Rejoice in my glory and receive it, saith the Lord. Woo! Um, that is interesting. So I know there's some, some, some might be some sound issues with backstage. We'll have to be working on it at a later time. Um, the sound uh, let me know if how, how the sound is doing on rumble and facebook i know it worked perfect uh, yesterday but we're dealing with a, quite a few different things i'm just going to check something i don't have the second microphone on i'm not sure exactly what's going on in, in, in there as we're working with all new software it's exciting though um Tell you what, guys, this is this is an exciting time where, as we wait for Juan to come on here any second, we are going to be digging in to 
our mindset change that has to happen or, or what our mindset needs to be during this dark time, right? So I think it's, it's important as we, as we really approach the great exodus or what Timothy Dixon's called the second exodus, even Trey, Trey Smith that we've had on here uh, knows there's gonna be amazing things happen. Now everybody has different opinions on timing. I'm sure we're gonna get Juan's opinion on timing. Um, a lot of us were hoping all this stuff would happen much faster, but if you really get down to the to the logic of hey, how how awake is the American public, especially, you would have to say there's still a, still the large majority of people are still sleeping, right? They're still what, normies, right? They're still asleep and not understanding what's gone on with the medical cartel, not understanding what's gone on with the election fraud, not understanding what really went on on January sixth that was a false flag. Um, the, the number of people that actually know that, I know I'm preaching to the choir right now, is a pretty small number. And that is why we continue to, um, you know, conti continue to focus on faith, not fear. Focus on faith, not sight, especially the sight. This is the movie playing out, like you talked about, in my opinion, that the, that, that the whole fake bot administration the whole things they're doing um, with attacking. Um, and it, many even analysts have said that this Jack Smith attack is gonna do what? This Jack Smith attack is going to make Trump even more popular, right? Because people are gonna go, okay, why aren't they attacking everybody else, <laughs> right? <laughs> so that is that is interesting. All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna unshare the sound and reshare on Zoom. And uh, there is, I'm not gonna be playing music, so I could probably just not share the sound at all. So you guys, let, let me know if that's better I, um, from a, the Zoom perspective, if that killed the double audio, me doing that. All right, and then and sound on Rumble. Would love to get some feedback on that as uh, we are live, as you know, using all the new software and equipment in, in a green room where I can stand up and, and be worshiping and doing all kinds of fun stuff. Um, we're gonna be having Juan on here shortly. Um, with white, where we're waiting on him, I'm gonna go grab a couple more more items. So we are at 5:35, so Juan should be on any second. But I have some other things that we we can we can cover here. And I'll tell you what, we saw that the distributors are giving up on Bud Light. <laughs> this is kind of interesting too. If you see this, this is it's just this is one of the power that we are starting to show as we come fight this. Uh, you know belief system that they're doing so let me show you this this screen here so here's this new thing report distributors giving up on bud light as they no longer expect beer giant to recover from dylan Mulvaney fiasco and that's exactly the, the you know the exciting thing about this is there's a, enough of people awake that can we can really really show power here Right, so let me know back today how the sound is. And the sound is awesome, says uh, Days of Elijah on Rumble. That's good news. Um, so the embarrassment is real for Bud Light. Several distributors of Bud Bush beer say they have accepted the fact that they lost money, a lot of it due to consumers boycotting Bud Light. And not just that, they have also given up completely on trying to win back customers with uh, having the negativity affected in the anti-American beer 
Dylan Mulvaney's campaign, according to the New York Post. Hiring freezes and layoffs have been going for, on for months, while some beer truck drivers have been slammed with hecklers and other harassment, while Bud Light sales have tanked over 25% as a result of wholesalers and Hatcher Bush has resigned to the large number of customers they've permanently and in response they need to focus on a set of new beer drinkers <laughs> so that's pretty big deal when you have to do that and I think that's a that's that's one thing that you know logically I've heard many people talk about even Dan Pagino was talking about that with with Nike and you know like I was a huge Nike customer my wife actually worked at Nike and it was a Pilates instructor there and a group fitness instructor so we had Pilates discounts I had I was decked out with everything Nike right and but I have not bought anything with Nike ever since I saw them go against the country and be part of the cabal right and so we have long memories conservatives have long memories or people that are awake have long memories I'll never buy a Nike product I'll never buy a Bud Light right and and uh, not not that you have to be that way but that's just the way it is well, the boycotts on the on the left often are these these little periodic things for a week or two, and then all of a sudden they're all eating Chick Fil A later, right? <laughs> it's short term type stuff because why? Because it's not really a value based decision. While we do things that are that are extremely value based, that's 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 the exciting part about this. Now, I know Gus did confirm um, 107, so we'll be we'll be um, jumping in with him here shortly. Um, I'm going to also cover a little bit on the neighborhood.social guys. This is a beautiful platform that I'd love you to be part of. I think you really enjoy. And here it is, it is right here. You can see um, it's called the neighborhood.social and it's a Christian Patriot platform. And again, you just go to neighborhood.social on your PC and you can create an account and, and uh, be able to intermingle with other Christian Patriots. And it works just like Facebook, right? But you can also download it on your phone. So you can actually, um, download on the Apple Store as well as the Google Play Store. And this is where we're all, um, this ministry, all the, all the active people are, are doing Zooms outside of the backstage times. Um, this is where we, you can chat with each other just like you can on Facebook Messenger, right? But again, you're not, have the, you don't have the, the, the progressive censorship and, and shadow banning and all that type of stuff. So again, neighborhood.social is a place where we're really gathering. And there's all kinds of groups that you can go into. If you go to active Zoom groups, you'll see seven or eight or nine, uh, nine or ten of these groups all meeting at different times uh, that you can meet during the daytime. So don't be isolated. Again, you'll find us on neighborhood.social. Just go to groups. Um, one of the one of the things we're doing also is we are putting blogs and forums up to discuss things. If you go to blogs, you will find my new blog, Rick's journal of time alone with God. You see Chris has some words and visions that she's getting as well. Um, we're putting up things like our, our B2T ministry vision and mission and getting feedback from you guys. I'd love to get you guys um, into the blogs here. And then there's also um, actual discussions going on in the forums, primarily in the spiritual area right now. Um, but this is where I'm putting up my, as I get words each day, I'm putting them up there and there's some discussions and views going on here. I think you'll enjoy that as well. Um, so that, that again, all is unhappy on neighborhood.social. There's also pages you can create um, from personalities, et cetera. Mary Crowley, Carriage House Ministries here. This is where you see the events that are happening right now, all the B2T show events we were talking about. I didn't want to let you know about another event that's going to be awesome in uh, Mary Crowley.com. Um, you can find this. This is Open the Heavens event that's happening on the, the 18th and 19th of August. 
So that's coming up shortly. You're going to have 107 there, Andra Wayland, Sheila Holmes, obviously uh, Mary Crowley being there. It's called Open the Heavens, Come to Chicago if you can get there. Again, this is free at a church. Um, if you want to actually have a have the best seating though, um, you can do a VIP pass for like $77 for the weekend, and you can actually um, be there um, with um, and, and have an event that you'll meet all the speakers, right? Including Manuel Johnson, myself, uh, Scott Bennett, um, Sheila Holmes, Andrew Wayland, uh, all these people. I think you really love all these these uh, people as we. Uh, Steve, Steve Schultz is going to be there as well, and uh, Michelle Peterson, who has Andrew. She, she, I, th I think she, we are going to try to schedule Andrew and her to come on the show as well, where they uh, really were able to put get a new law put in and enforce it against a pedophile um, that was grooming her 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 son, right? I'm going to go back uh, while we're waiting on Juan and go over a prophetic word I had did not read. I think it was last Friday, so I'm going to look at a calendar real quick just to see when last Friday was because I know she usually doesn't do it, uh, uh, and she did one on Friday that I have not read to you yet. And again, it was heavily mindset-based again. I love that. So it was last Friday was September, uh, I'm sorry, July, where am I, August? last Friday the 28th July 28th so let me go back down to July 28th and we'll read that as we're waiting on 107 so uh, I'll move over here so you don't have to see me scrolling and I will find July 28th again this was a prophetic word that uh, Julie did on um, Friday July 28th and usually she's not giving prophetic words on this day so here it is and this is, it's time to be more aware. For the I, the Lord, this day am reminding my children of the serious time that you are living in. The seriousness of this day and of this hour. A seriousness not to be afraid of, but to be aware of. To be aware of me. To be aware of my glory. To be aware of my anointing that flows through each and every one of you. To be aware of the power of my name. The name that I have given to you the name of Jesus. To be aware of the authorities that it holds. To be aware of the destruction that it does against the power of your enemy. And we've been talking about this a lot. And even in the course I teach, uh, the Impactor for Truth course that you can see on blessedteach.com as well. Just go to the training tab and you'll, you'll find it. Um, we, we had a whole new module that we had to do this training course about how to use your authority in Christ in prayer. Very important thing to do before you try to red pill somebody, before you try to introduce people to Christ, is to use your authority in Christ to understand the spiritual part of this, right? Um, so that is that is the, the authority of Jesus' name, the name above all names, and the blood that he shed for us. And by that power and authority, you can do amazing things. Be aware today that you are a child of the Most High God. Be aware today that you have a great and mighty victory. Be aware today that you have authority. Be aware today that you have ownership upon this earth. Be aware today who lives on the inside of you. Be aware. Be aware today. Give close attention. Remember, stay focused, a firm, focused foundation on the Father. When you have that focus, when you have that foundation, and you stand firm, and you won't be moved, the destruction you cause to your enemy in every single one of his plans that has he has against you. In my word, it says, one can put a thousand, but two can put 10,000 to flight. And I guess I talked about this on a prayer call. And um, 
I think it was a PCR Thursday that was Thursday morning that we have, and just talking about as we pray together, right? Um, one person can have an effect on a thousand things, right? <laughs> but you get two people, that's 10,000. So you get what happens when you get seven or eight or 10 people worshiping and praying together like we do every uh, Monday and Thursday. That is an amazing um, multiplier that um, from a spiritual perspective, you know, this is a spiritual war. Once we realize it's a spiritual war and come together in alignment as the body of Christ with the head, Jesus and understand that authority watch out that's when we're going to be doing greater works than him that he talks about in John 14 12 give close attention remember stay focused a firm focused foundation on the father when you have that focus when you have that foundation and you stand firm you won't be moved the destruction you cause to your enemy in every single one of his plans that has against you. In my word, it says one can put 1,000, but two can put 10,000. I know I read that already. I just want to reemphasize that. My children, stand together. Stand arm in arm. Stand united. Stand strong. Stand. Stand on my word. Stand on my truth. Stand on the name above every name. And don't forget it. It's not just a name. It's the name. It's the name, the ultimate name. The ultimate power of that name destroys hell, destroys the power of hell in your life. I have said to you to get to know me. When you get to know me, you will know how powerful, how mighty each and every one of you really are. Not without me, but with me. Come spend time with me and let me show you what I have. Let me show the power, the authority, the dominion, the love, the peace, the forgiveness, the joy. Let me show you these things in an unlimited measure. Let me show you who I am and how I am in you. You are not alone. You have not been forsaken. You are not subject to any of the circumstances around you. You don't have to stay in them. You don't have to bow to them. You don't have to give into them. You have me and the demons will flee once you tap into that power that power source that resurrection power on the inside of you set up my word and know who I am and know you belong to me you are my children I will defend you I will protect you I will deliver you I will bring you great victories that's not if I will those are promises I cannot lie and this ends with this last paragraph. It says, for those of you who will dare to stand, those of you who will believe, those of you who will trust, those of you who will not give up or give in, great is your reward today. Today is your day. Every day is your day because it's a day that I've made for you. So receive this day. Receive this gift. Receive all that I have for you. And don't limit me. Don't limit me, and you will see. You will see my glory, saith the Lord. Woo! I love that word. And it's something that, again, you can see how the way he's using Julie is a completely different way. All those predictions that went out, you know, hundreds of prophetic words have been fulfilled. There's ones that seem that, well, maybe that one didn't happen. But I guys, I'd say be careful to judge there because when they, when, when, 
we have all this movie going on and all this fake information out there, you gotta be careful to not be judging right now. It's more important to understand that why would the, why would the hundreds of that, that actually got fulfilled happen, right? So just be careful as you're judging. I know um, I've been, the Lord's been talking to me a lot about focus lately as well. I know um, Amanda Grace um, has been got, got a lot of words for several years about unprecedented things are going to be happening here. So that is going to be exciting. So um, guys, let me know if you're going to have a chance to get hold of Juan, who was due here about uh, 15, 20 minutes ago. So we'll we'll get started on Juan in a second. I'm going to show one more other thing, guys, on my prophetic words that he's been sharing with me. Um, and the way you way, way you do that, you go to the neighborhood again, and you will go to discuss, and you go to blogs, and I have a blog here. I had a real personal conversation with the Lord this morning, and I'm not going to be posting that one, but uh, I'll be posting the things that uh, that are not private. And um, it's a little bit intimidating to be doing this, to be honest. I wanted to go back to a couple. Um, in fact, if I just search on the word focus, I'm just going to show you. It's one other cool thing you can do on here. So this is a, this is the word that he gave me on Sunday, July 30th. I've read I read that to you yesterday, so I'm not going to do it again. But um, I'll just read this part. Rick, you need to focus now carefully on your show. New eyes are about to come on this, and I have plans to glorify the remnant in your ministry. As the enemy comes to distract, focus on the smoothness of the show. Focus on leveraging the new software. So basically, all these other worries he wants me to quit uh, fretting. I'm going to. I need to show this now, so you guys. Oops, so you guys can see this. There we are, right here. I'm, and again, I'm going to show you. You can go Control F and go Focus. Um, you can do this on any any web browser, right? But I'm going to show you. He's done it 73 times in these words he's been giving me the last couple months, right? I'm just going to read through some of this. Know that you are. Your focus needs to be on teaching and worshiping and equipping the saints. Others will focus on pastoring and supporting the ministry. So again, what is your focus? What's your calling? Um, keep focus on the, these main points that many may miss. Um, and that's when it's instructed me how to teach Revelation, right? Um, a lot of people will get down in the weeds of Revelation and not come up with really what the real main message is about the new Jerusalem, the new earth, the new heavens that are going to be happening, right? And how he is going to bring um, justice to the world. And there's many other key things that we can gather out of. Uh, and it, it's the only book that really says you'll have a blessing as well. Keep your focus squarely on me as you make each decision, right? Um, here it says, the remnant will understand. Many will rededicate their lives and their focus on me and my kingdom as you teach this. So this is an important thing by being in the Word. It's an important thing for God to tell me to do with his ministry is to make sure that we are focused on equipping the saints, focused on truth-telling. As more people start to focus more on me and fully submit, I will be able to direct them, bless their lives, and use them in spectacular ways during this time. Go now. Get your new studio up and running with the new software. Right? This is what he was telling me back uh, on July 21st, I think that was. Um, I love how to ex how you explained the need for my children to focus. Now that's what he's telling me that uh, uh, when I taught uh, this out. Um, and this is back I think on July twenty twentieth. I repeat to you, all that has ears to hear, focus on me like never before. 
man, is that becoming clear where he's speaking to multiple people is that we really need to do, do that. Uh, come before my throne with confidence. Spend time with me and let me speak directly to you. I will be your refuge. I will show you the way to go. This is the time to have ears that will listen. This is the time to seek my face and I will teach you. Seek my face and I will find peace when my vengeance falls. You are the generation that will see many scriptures come to pass. But I need your hearts to be prepared. Be prepared for my vengeance. Be prepared to see my glory. Be prepared to harvest. Be prepared to love my people. People from every tribe and tongue. I will bring them to you. But you must be ready. You need to have a heart and understand how I love all people. How I am grieved at the choices people make. But I am patient. I will show my glory to such an extent they will have no more excuse. They will have no excuse. The spirit of deception will be wiped away by my spirit of truth. Then multitudes will choose me. Many will not, but they will now see clearly and be able to make a choice. I want my church to be ready to expand massively. Now go and keep on the path you are on, my son. This is the time to be in my word. This is the time to know my word. I will give you supernatural ability to learn. And so this is a exciting times guys that we're, what we're seeing here i love uh, so here's another one keep your focus rick keep your focus on me as you read and study my word my word will set that will set the captives free across all nations across all languages across all tribes you are correct that you and the church have work to do understand these times and how my body needs to refocus on me and allow my glory to flow through them so we can reach many lost people and not just from rare people groups, but from also from the masses that have been deceived. That's an exciting word right there, guys. All will have a chance to understand who I am as I release my vengeance across all nations. It will be undeniable that I exist. That will set the stage for a harvest that my church needs to be prepared for. Your messages that you deliver out of your teachings will help many align with the head, my head. I command my church to align. Take refuge in me. Take refuge in my word. Take refuge in worship and praise. As each person takes refuge in me, they will be spending time with me and I will show them how to align with me to move forward. This will be the church Satan and his followers have tried to avoid. They fear this church. So many souls will be won. The enemy will be devastated and the world will be shocked about who comes to serve me. The remnant's obedience to align with me will cause multitudes to align with me in the near future. It's harvest time very soon. Stay focused. And that word is again. Teach everyone that listens to you to be in my word more than ever before. To spend time alone with me more than ever before. Now is the time for my glory to be shown. It's time for my vengeance and power and glory to be shown as I win this battle to prepare the way of the Lord. Prepare, church. Prepare. So this is that whole, whole right along that theme that we were just talking about there. Here's a one on July 17th. Be of good cheer. This is not the time for sadness or envy or distractions. This is the time to focus. Continue to study my word like you have been and memorizing scriptures like you have been. Continue to talk to me daily. Listen to my instructions for the enemy has plans to derail you. This will not happen if you stay close to me. Stay closer than you ever, ever have and listen intently. 
And so guys, this is, you, know, you can say, hey, that's a word for Rick. How's that apply to me? I think the reason he wants me to, to post these is because many of these words, as you can see, are, are for you. It's for the remnant, right? And so the plant that the enemy wants to derail you too, right? <laughs> and so how do you, how, he says, hey, it's not going to happen if you just stay close to him. And this is why um, I share this story. I believe many people are going to, like that Nathan French book, Nathan French Ministries, where I got that book and I read halfway through it and I learned how to, how to literally expect to hear from God. Again, I do my prayers, I do my Bible memory, I do my Bible study. And again, that can be pretty quick, something that can be done in less than 20 minutes when I, when I don't have much time. And sometimes the Bible study goes way longer than that, right? But then I get in right into be quiet with the Lord, and then I am start communicating with the Lord by typing my feelings toward Him, some type of thankfulness I have toward Him, and maybe asking Him a question, how are you, even general. That's what I do at the beginning of these. And he, and then I sit with my keyboards and my eyes closed and expect to hear from him. That's faith. And that's what Nathan French says. Have your pen and paper ready and expect to hear from him. Write down what he says. Um, it's an incredible experience. I mean, many people are going to be able to do that by that example. The example of this blog, the example of Nathan French's book. He wants to speak to you. It's not a secret. That's the, it's not meant to be a secret. God wants to speak to you. That's the name of the book of Nathan French's. This says, stay focused and complete the book of Revelation quickly. This is why I'm doing it three days a week, Monday, Thursday, Sunday, right? So that can we get through this revelation? Because, well, the Lord just told me that. No delays. Your teaching will be very important to many who have been moved into confusion on what is very obvious in my word. Continue to search. Listen to other prophets I have put in your heart. Listen to what I'm telling you. Put all this together, and my wisdom will come forth in your teachings. My prophets are speaking truth, but this will take time. My timing will be perfect, so enjoy the process. I think that's a big thing that we need to understand right now. Let's think about the last three years, how tough it's been for many of you, right? But enjoy the process, right? This is going to get darker. There's going to be things going on, but you're gonna, glory's going to be happening up. They're going to be exposed right and left. Uh, even after we win things in the United States, we have, there's still have a lot of battles to go worldwide. We'll still have the spiritual battles. We still have to take possessions of the nations. Enjoy the process. Don't get stressed out. Stay in faith and enjoy the process. He says, my timing will be perfect, so enjoy the process. I will provide. I know your financial situation. I know you cannot continue with this new approach without my provision. Just trust me. Trust me and lean not on your own understanding. I will guide you step by step. And do not get discouraged. Just trust. Um, see if I'm going to go to a couple of their more focused words. And so Gus, let me know if uh, if, if if Juan's not going to be able to make it. If we need to, uh, I'll play some music and move into your to your Bible study. I would love. Hopefully, last time uh, he came late, and we had this a beautiful, beautiful uh, discussion and meeting with him. So I not, don't have this big enough for you guys. Let me get here. And I'm looking at the word focus in the words that I've gotten. Um, I don't know if I've gone through them already. Let me see. We are on. Yeah, we did. We did. I think we went through them all. I'm going to go back to make sure I got these last ones. That's somebody making a comment. See if I got this one. Um, yeah, there's a few more I missed here. Keep your focus on me. You are loved, my beloved child. Enjoy your time 
in my land. Focus more on me. Oh, this is, I think this might be somebody else's word. Yeah, this is, this is, now this is just a real early word. June 16th, 2023 from Jerusalem. I think this is uh, my second time I heard from him. Yeah, it's June 16th. This is when I was in Israel. He said, Beloved child, be of good cheer. Focus on me and remove distractions. Focus on me and see my glory in my land. You will be filled with knowledge and my power. Continue to learn. Lean not on your own understanding. I hear, I hear this a lot now. I, can't, I came to a whole new realization that it's not just because uh, you're human understanding and, and uh, you're, not, you know, you're not as smart as God, obviously. It's also that we limit him so much. <laughs> so we can't limit him so much. That's why uh, continue to lean not on your understanding. Love people like I love them. All people. This is another thing I saw in Israel is that none of the Muslims hate, hate the, the uh, Israelis. The Israelis hated their enemies, right? And that's not the way God looks at things, right? He, he, uh, he wants us to break through his barriers with love. Yes, I love the Jews, but I love all people. I want to see them come to salvation. Teach them. Learn so you can teach, but focus more on me the rest of this trip. I do not condemn you. Keep studying my word. Let it penetrate. This is more personal words, but let me go back to uh, the, the word focus because I think that's where I, that's what I'm trying to focus you guys on. And this is on the 16th. Keep focus on me and see the salvation flow through your hands. See healings flow through your hands. See my glory that cannot be denied flow through your hands. You can trust my, this is the name of an Israeli security god. Don't worry about him. He will be a key part of your ministry and in the future. This is a, actually a word I got for Chris. Um, and so that was more telling Chris to focus. Um, see if I can find any other part of this. I think we cover, covered most of the focus words that I wanted to get to you. Um, enjoy the rest of your trip into my land. Focus on me. Focus on my glory. Focus on who I am. Focus on how I love my people, all people. That was a really key, key thing. Keep your focus on me and see salvation flow through your hands. I read that part. So again, and then June 9th is what I did. And this is the first time he talked to me right here. Um, on June 9th in Tel Aviv. Uh, but I hope that gives you guys a little bit of an idea about what I've been doing lately. <laughs> it's been keeping me extremely busy. Um, let's see if I have any text from Gus here. Let's see what's going on. Sounds good here, says Gus, when it comes to the sound. So we're still uh, trying, I know Gus is still trying to track down him. We'll play a, a song or two as we just worship. Um, kind of figured out how to do this. It's not ideal. I'm still going to be working on it. I'm not sure if I don't share sound, guys. I think you won't be able to hear it on Zoom, so I'm going to share my sound again. It's probably going to double up on some things, but we'll fix that. I'm going to, uh, well, first of all, I'm going to play some, play some, oh, you might be able to hear this now without me sharing sound because of the, I brought it all into Ecamm. So here we go. We are going to try this. So I'm going to go to this um, music template I call it this allows me we'll start with we'll just go ahead and play Resurrection Power here since it's queued up and um, you guys have to let me know if you can hear that backstage if not I will share sound um, but I'm going to read some of these scriptures here this is now I have Resurrection Power living on the inside Jesus you have given us freedom right and now we're reading out of John 14, 12, one of my favorite memory scriptures. 
that, that's about ready to come true, guys, where we will do greater works in the Lord. It says, this is Jesus talking, truly, truly, I say to you, whoever believes in me will also do the works that I do and greater works than these will he do because I am going to the Father. <laughs> he went to the Father, send this Holy Spirit down, here it goes. It says, no longer bound by sin and darkness, living in the light of your goodness. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with his passions and desires. Galatians 5.23 Jesus spoke to them saying, I am the light of this world. Whoever follows will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. That's in John um, 8.12 Your Holy Spirit lives in me, and I have been redeemed. The new has come. And this gets into Ephesians 1.13. It says, In him also, when you heard the word of the truth, the gospel of your salvation, and believed in him, were seated at the, with him and with the promised Holy Spirit. So it also says, Christ referenced us from the lie curse of the law. And what a, what a beautiful thing. Let's worship to this. This is resurrection power. You called me from the grave by name. You called me out of all my shame I see the old has passed away The new has come Now
gotten to the point where I can actually share um, other things real well. But I'm going to go back and grab another song while we're waiting to see if Juan shows up. Hopefully that happens. Um, we're just going to go to this one worthy of it all. Um, I think if I talk loud, it might be able to do it back here. Oh, no, that turned off for me. Darn it. This is all the saints and angels, they bow before your throne. All the elders cast their crowns before the Lamb of God and sing. This out of Revelation, which we're teaching on right now, right? We read this on Revelation 4, where it said that um, the four and 24 elders fell down before him and sat on the throne and worshiped him that lives forever and ever and cast their crowns before the throne. Can you imagine that? Oh, how awesome that is going to be. For from you are all things, and to you are all things. Um, this is out of Revelation 4 as well, the very next verse. It says, You are worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power, for you have created all things, and for your pleasure they are and were created. Revelation 4.11. And this song gets into uh, one of my favorite parts of the song near the end. It talks about day and night and day uh, uh, let incense arise day and night night and day let incense arise this comes from malachi 1 1 just the whole part about you'll see this the, the the prayers of the saints are the incense for from the rising of the sun even to the setting my name will be great among the nations and in every place incense is going to be offered to me lord let's sing worthy of all
still know that I'm God. I'll be exalted among the nations and I will be exalted in the earth.
I'm a new, uh... Hey, Rick. Yeah. Juan just texted. He just got off, and he says he's interview ready. Awesome. Bring him on. <laughs> he must have had an important call. Yep. Um, this is one thing I was waiting for. I know Juan's uh, schedule is absolutely fluid. And since we're live versus recording, it makes it a little challenging, but we're going to get 107 after all. So we'll... Uh, Spend some time, push back the Bible study a little bit. Um, but in the meantime, we'll um, sing to the song. He's, he's not on the Zoom yet, right? Not, not yet. I just want to let you know so you knew he was coming in momentarily. That sounds great. So we'll see if we can get through some of this song. It's like about at the cross. Some of the scriptures are Ephesians 1, 7. In him, we have redemption through his blood. The forgiveness of our trespasses according to the riches of his grace. And Hebrews 4.16 talks about a place where mercy reigns and lives forever. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Hebrews 4.16 says, Let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. And this is all about why it's important to understand what happened to the cross. Colossians 2.15 says, He disarmed the rulers and authorities and, at, and out them and put them shoulder was in the way, put them into open shame by triumphing over them in the end. It's a beautiful song. We're at the cross and we're talking about the Sabbath. There's a place where mercy reigns and never dies. There's a place where streams of grace Flow deep and wide For all the love I've ever found Comes like a flood Comes flowing down At the cross, at the cross I surrender hey, my life I'm in all of you. I'm in all of you. Where your love ran red and my sin washed white. I owe all to you. I owe all to you, Jesus. Yeah. 
video there. Looks like C107 coming on. So I'm going to readjust and go to some different screens here. Cool. All right. Thanks, thanks brother. <laughs> hey, Juan's in the house. Juan's in the house. Juan, how are you doing tonight? Just got to unmute, Juan. Did we just lose him? Saw him for a second there. And then uh, lost Mr. Wano Savin. Asked to unmute. So he's still muted. I see him now. Juan, I see you, but uh, you're still unmuted. Oh, there he is. There we go. Sorry about that. I had my alarm set for mountain time, and you guys are central, and I don't know why I did that. So I was thinking that I still had 15, 20 minutes till the, till the interview when you sent me the note a bit ago. So I was on, on with Michael Jaco. <laughs> Awesome. Well, hey, I appreciate you taking the time. I know we've had you on several times. It's been beautiful just to kind of gain your perspective on things and uh, would love to just get an update on, I know all these indictments have hit with Jack Smith and all and um, and more probably coming, right, from Georgia. So I just wanted to kind of yep. get your yep. thoughts on yep. current events and whatever you'd like to share, Juan. Sounds good. Yeah, and so so uh, let's let's talk about that first, maybe just a little bit about your thoughts on the indictments and future indictments and what it, what it well really the, means. the whole point with these indictments is they're trying to uh, create a circumstance where uh, they have enough incoming, uh, they're overwhelming uh, the systems enough that uh, people have the attitude that where there's smoke there's fire type of thing. Uh, you know, in the case of the J six stuff, they have all of the people who've essentially been cornered from the prosecutorial side so much that they have had to take, take a plea agreement, um, admit guilt, uh, you know, oftentimes say they did so because Trump urged them to come and things like that. So all of a sudden there's the uh, uh, belief that Trump is responsible for leading a attempt to overthrow the legitimate government of the United States and uh led the insurrection blah 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 and therefore he you know needs to be prosecuted as an insurrectionist uh, uh leading a coup against america um and and all the other people taking a plea to you know get past it on the j6 stuff um you know add weight to it um part of the thing that's the concern tomorrow when uh the judge uh hears the case will she try to get some type of incarceration that's been said by the prosecution to be what they intend is to seek the trunk trump be um incarcerated somewhere uh, pending trial uh would it be house arrest and other stuff secret service all involved there was a, a workup on this over a year ago to look at um uh the way that uh, they would have to go about this um to incarcerate a former president to uh, hold him custody mm -hmm. house arrest etc and the other thing is do they get a gag order so that trump can't talk to the public only people he can talk to is to his attorneys he can't go out and uh talk with anybody um publicly or do a fundraising event etc um because he led a attempted overthrow of the u.s government <laughs> therefore he a threat and anybody talks to you he could conspire conspire and continue the conspiracy to try to overthrow the government 
and uh, so will they get that um, I think it's unlikely but not out of the question and if they do get that how long does it stay because the other thing is that his attorneys are going to come in um, it's now out in the public I had conversations yesterday that are talking about it and they were going to seek a that the uh, trial be moved to a different jurisdiction because you can't uh, get um, uh, a fair trial in Washington DC where it's majority Democrats in the uh, jury pool and uh, government employees and all that that benefit from having this group in power that's there now so if that's the case even if they get some uh, gag order temporarily you know ankle bracelet can't travel some bizarre thing uh, would it end up being able to stand if you get uh, the case moved to another jurisdiction and uh, how does that all look so we'll just have to wait and see it'll be what it'll be interesting to watch uh, you know but America is sobering up I don't actually like the word waking up it's sobering up and they're seeing past the illusions the fakery the magicianship um, to create this illusion of who Trump is versus who he actually is and was and what he was doing and uh, I don't think the American people uh, in large 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 measure will fall for the scam this time it's uh, it's run its course and the pendulum is swinging back hard to get to actual justice in America not this fake justice mm-hmm. okay yeah the, where, the, where the left actually is completely uh, um, immune from justice <laughs> while the right is attacked or it's really not really the left or right though it's really we the people versus the cabal right the people for we the people are the ones that are getting attacked <laughs> well yeah Trump has said all the time they're not after me they're after you I'm just in the way uh, very valid uh, thing you know think about the context of the January 6th thing where he's being charged right now um, they say that Trump tried to overthrow the government led an insurrection Trump's the one that did not sign the insurrection act on uh, December uh, 18th yeah. Good point. when his friends I call Job's advisors uh, uh, Mike Flynn Joe Flynn Patrick Byrne uh, uh, Sidney Powell Giuliani uh, uh, and a couple of others showed up at the White House and tried to get Trump to sign the Insurrection Act right. um, which right. would have thrown people in jail and, and uh, stopped this uh, moving forward on a uh, crooked uh, ballot uh, election thing and Trump did not sign that because uh, and it came out in the J6 hearings last year that Trump after those people left and Sidney Powell thought she was coming back in in the morning to begin working up the paperwork that Trump would consider to sign um, implementing the Insurrection Act when Powell showed up the next morning on December 19th early in the morning to begin writing up uh, at the at the White House mm-hmm. in a secure location with access to some of the other documentation um, the framework for uh, the Insurrection Act that Trump could sign, um, you know, negating a crooked vote and, and causing an investigation. Uh, that was to be done there so that 
Trump hadn't agreed to sign it, he did agree to do the workup to create the document that then, if he decided to go forward with it, what it would look like, and he could sign it. Mm. Now, they left uh, around midnight from the White House. They, they were supposed to be there for, you know, 15-minute meet and greet with the president. They ended up being there for like five, six hours. And uh, then when they left in the uh, um, uh, testimony last year, uh, when the uh, Democrats were running the House January 6th uh, committee thing, it came out that Trump consulted with uh, general staff, uh, generals, military generals and admirals, um, uh, in the wee hours overnight at the White House. They advised Trump not to sign or implement the Insurrection Act. And the reason that they uh, urged that was that in their calculations, read into that uh, computer-aided, AI-assisted, artificial intelligence-assisted calculations of what would happen within the country and in the electorate, that by late summer um, uh, or late spring, early summer, you would have open um, uh, civil war in America mm-hmm. between the states, the ones that are pushing. Remember, just prior to this, um, uh, the attorney general for Texas, uh, who's a friend, had um, put together something involving 30 different uh, attorney generals from around the country that had gone to the Supreme Court and asked that the Supreme Court intervene um, over this handful of states where uh, there was what appeared to be clear questions of a legitimate uh, vote and that uh, they be required to do investigations in those states to determine if, in fact, there was election interference in those states that were flipping the vote from a Trump win to a Biden win. And the Supreme Court said, we're not going to get involved with the state's rights issue. And so they sent the note back and said, yeah, we're not proceeding there. So there was um, a clear push uh, from different directions to try and uh, uh, slow down this march to Biden being uh, sworn in as president. Um, the January 6th thing is when the electors came in and uh, cast their votes. Uh, Ted Cruz out of Texas um, tried to uh, lobby that he had 185 or something senators and House members who were in agreement that there should be a delay like was done in the 1800s to do a 10-day investigation to determine whether or not um, the election was valid uh, on the votes cast in, in, in some of these states and to send the electors back for 10 days, which still would have allowed that if uh, the electors came back and said, no, the vote was done lawfully in our states, uh, you could still have had Biden take the presidency on time on January 20th. And then, by the way, January 20th, you know, is only in the last century. Prior to that, uh, we didn't actually inaugurate a president till March. So there was this contention that, uh, what's the rush? Let's cross the T's, dot the I's, and make sure there was no foreign interference in the election. Um, everybody negated that. The generals advised Trump against that. Trump then uh, withdrew on the advice of the generals the uh, security pass for Sidney Powell, 
the next morning she wasn't able to get on white house property she found out that it was done by uh mark meadows and people went and attacked mark meadows well mark meadows didn't make this decision by himself he was merely doing as the president's chief of staff what the president told him to do uh that was not some secret thing and president trump was not being held under you know the desk you know uh forced to accept whatever somebody said it was his decision on good advice from the generals overnight the general staff uh and decided not proceed with that route so he did hand over power um this this entire suit saying that trump was trying to overthrow power is just is just super silliest mm -hmm. um the stuff in the georgia thing uh possibly pennsylvania other stuff to come um you know this is the fight we're going to be in um uh, it's lawfare yeah. and uh you know uh you know to me at this moment in time we're being forced as a people to pick a lane yes uh you know it's one of the things i talk about in the movie the called of uh, uh everybody has to pick a lane you got to make a choice and at this exact moment in time carrie lake said it last night she called on all of the republican candidates for president to close ranks with president trump um because the judicial system is being used like a banana republic to take out an opponent mm -hmm. all of those other candidates for president should stop their campaigns trump technically is probably going to have to temporarily at the very least and uh we will not run a campaign throw any more money into advertising signs anything else till trump is allowed to run an honest campaign also at some level the other candidates running for president on the republican side are really running for vice president they're all hoping that they run a campaign strong enough and correct enough that if trump gets to the primary and gets to go to the general election that they would be considered as a vp uh to go with trump you know uh pence isn't gonna be back pence yesterday made one of the most egregious statements of all uh, uh based on the indictment of trump yes. um you know he said that uh trump uh that you know uh someone who disregards the constitution uh this much should never be allowed the power of the presidency uh referring to trump oh, it's just bullshit. yeah uh trump has never spoken ill of pence uh he's tried to encourage him to do the right thing pence is running for the presidency he's going to dance in trump's grave uh prince pence in the polls and all that has no prayer mm -hmm. of winning the presidency yeah. uh no prayer of doing anything colluding with desantis not going to happen so with that in mind uh you know what's pence doing He's knifing Trump in the back that brought him in in the first place. Come on, give me a break. It's a movie. <laughs> so and Pence yeah, that's a role, exactly right. Right, Pence has a role, and uh, be interesting to see if he ends up being some of the prophets that I follow. Actually, Robin Bullock, one of them, saying that that stopped talking bad about Pence, uh, which was I thought was extremely interesting. It says everything shows he's a rhino right now, right in the movie. I don't know if your thoughts are on Pence now, if he could be playing a role. Juan, did you go mute? 
I had some background noise there, and I was trying to mute to keep you guys from having to hear uh, background noise. But no problem. Uh, you know, Pence, Pence is at this point is is uh, you know has become a an embarrassment mm -hmm. and uh, to the country, and uh, is not uh, holding for a proper outcome. And I think he's negated his uh, ability to be part of this conversation. What whatever his logic was, it's uh, it's twisted it's incorrect and the he's made a mistake so anyway uh you know the one thing i will say is this you know trump invited the american people to be president on january 6th that's what my movie the called uh was about with uh my wife uh who wasn't my wife at the time but is now um and uh you know it culminates on january 6th there were the crowds that were in dc at the time and uh president trump ask the American people to be present to witness and to be, you know, present like a jury is in the courtroom with what was being done by uh, this vote with the electors. And they showed up, you know, arguably on the low side, a million people on the high side, two million people showed up on January 6th of 2021. And um, their presence known. And it was not a riotous crowd. It was not an insurrectionist crowd that crowd was there in prayer yeah that crowd was there to seek uh, justice to get the house to pause and do an actual investigation that's what the um brunson case before the supreme court was all about why didn't the senators and uh house members conduct an investigation to determine if the vote was legitimate take 10 days right. as ted cruz asked for uh, legitimately, lawfully, to investigate whether or not there was interference in the election, whether the election was was uh, conducted fairly, and they refused to do that. They had to get Pence into power. So the reality is that we have what we have today because of the fact that Congress would not review the legalities there, and we now know uh, we have what's called the Tennessee error. We now know that Homeland Security is certified. Uh, and the Tennessee authorities have certified that there was a uh, a huge error in the Dominion voting machines in the state of Tennessee in, I believe it was five counties. They only put a patch in for those five counties. They never addressed the rest of the counties and didn't correct it before the 2022 election, nor did they notify other users of Dominion machines across the country of the fact that there was likely a calculation error going on inside their machines and therefore um, uh, their vote in those Dominion machines was off significantly. On what state uh, We that? have, uh, that's Tennessee, it's called the Tennessee error. Uh, we have now information uh, testified to last week in Detroit of huge uh, uh, problems in the election there in Detroit. Uh, that made a huge uh, error in the count. Um, uh, we have a similar down in Arizona with the obstruction of people being able to, to vote uh, Republicans uh, and Republican districts on Election Day. Carrie Lake uh, is in the court. She's fighting through on that. They haven't backed down. Everybody on the other side probably expected that she was going to back down. We wouldn't have the money to carry these forward. Uh, we're getting stronger. And by the way, Arizona is a state that a little over 100 years ago, a year and a half after the election, 
it was determined that the vote was crooked and they took out the sitting governor and put in the correct winner a year and a half after the election. If you think we're done with Carrie Lake, you're wrong. This is far, far, far from over. Exciting. Uh, she could be when it goes all to the Supreme Court and, and actually the domino falls on the Dominion machines. <laughs> I'm hoping. And, and Juan, what is this? Uh, I don't think that... Uh, I don't think that uh, uh, we're done there, but it's not over in a day or a week. It's going to be an ongoing fight. It's going to continue on for a bit, mm -hmm. but we're not done. Uh, we fight on, and there's other states with other issues that are still in play. Um, it's going to be a bit, but uh, this is far from over, even the, the stuff with President Trump. Uh, this is about America sobering up about what's going on and then not standing for the corruption in the vote that has been allowed to stand thus far and the people pushing uh, the corruption. Before it's over with, we're going to have to have uh, a change. And a lot of people think it's not possible. We know it is. Uh, one of my associates, Mark Cook, is down in Texas right now. He's doing what's called the hand count paper ballot roadshow. Mm -hmm. And we have simple ways to do it without the Dominion machines or anything else that are totally repeatable. You can't corrupt the system. It's very beautifully done. A lot of people are trying to do something similar. He's got the best as far as I'm concerned. I've seen most everything else that's out there. Um, and uh, what we're going to have to have uh, when we finally do have the 2024 vote, and I don't think it'll happen on time uh, for various reasons, when we finally do have it, it's going to be uh, hand count, paper ballot with security features um, one day only vote mm -hmm. with ID government issued uh, and of course by 2025 we have the Real ID Act coming into play for everybody that's there all these people are coming over with fake stuff and getting given passports like uh, cotton candy uh, that's going to get uh, that's going to get addressed um, hand count, paper ballot, with security features, one day, with real ID, um, counted, where cast. We're not transporting any ballots halfway across the county, halfway across the state. Where they're cast, that's where they're counted. And we'll be able to replicate the vote. It should, every time, not one vote off. Every time. No question. And that's where we get to security because the, the real issue is um, right now, the people doing the cooking the vote are doing it with computer assist. There's about 50 to 60 ways that they can um, cook the vote in the system the way it sits. Uh, shortly, it will be right down to the individual voter. They will be able to manipulate and switch person by person, not even zip code by zip code or, or um, uh, precinct by precinct, but voter by voter, to anticipate, see where they're doing, what they would do, and flip those votes. That's the uh, artificial intelligence, and that's the threat to the American uh, system, and that's what we have to we have to fight and stop. Now, um, do you have any insight to... Possible, go watch it. Do you have any... Po do, you, do you have any... Um insight to Mike Lindell. He says only 20 people know about this plan. Some of the people in the military say it's brilliant and it's, Mike says it's something that he's never talked about before. 
lindellevent.com on August 16th and 17th. Do you have any insight to that at all? Um, well, uh, I'm not in the loop on what it's going to be, so I'm, I'm going to watch like everybody else. Uh, I think we have a pretty good idea what he's going to do from other people in the loop. And so let's see what happens. Um, uh, I think uh, it is a step in the right direction, the discussion, etc. cetera. Uh, I think um, yeah. I gave the correct solution a moment ago where we'll end up actually going. Right. But I want to see what uh, they present, what's been said. And, and uh, you know, he's, look, he's doing important work for the country. You know, there's very few people that have gone out on a limb as hard as he has. Uh, he's put everything into this. He's all in, just like Trump's all in. Mm -hmm. um, it's he's a gift to America. He's been uh, a friend to America, doing exactly what needs to be done, what patriots do. And uh, so I don't want to over second guess. Um, and uh, you know, he's 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 doing he's playing his lane. Um, gosh, I'm you know right in there. I was I was over in. Uh, uh, Egypt the other day uh, cruising for for a couple of weeks and um, on the Nile and one of the other people that was uh, uh, with Jen and I in our, our uh, group there we're all friends and so uh, he has his pillow he he took less on his trip so that he can have his Mike Lindell pillow because he says it's the it's the only, it's the best thing since you know sliced bread and we're all laughing about it but he's actually not laughing uh, and what's funny about that whole thing, <laughs> he's been a Democrat as long as I've known him. <laughs> wow, that is wild. It's pretty funny. I mean, he's a, he's a Hollywood guy. Uh, hey, Juan, talk a little bit about so the, I, the, I just what, think what that's very funny, on, you know. Yeah. What are we seeing? Um, is that one of your shirts that's uh, hanging on the chair there? Oh, this is uh, actually, um, uh, that's something new on Jen's uh Gen site that's the call jacket so we have the matador megador jacket um she has the artwork that was for our film the called mm -hmm. uh which has you know we, we brought it out the day after january 6th january 7th of 2021 so when the film came out it's had about seven million views throughout all the platforms around the world where it was at and uh, still gets pretty good views now but uh um uh the uh, beautiful fun movie and then um, she just did this jacket, I don't know, a couple of weeks ago and put it on the site and it's what they call an all around print. And it's just a, it's just a, a beautiful, you know, beautiful jacket, um, mm -hmm. that, uh, you know, I'm, I, I'm into hot rods and racing and all that and the sports stuff. And I just, you know, I love right. the, I love the uh, colorful art. <laughs> so, uh, and then we have the other one, the Megador jacket, which, um, is, uh, Trump as the Megador Matador. Which I think is exactly this moment in history, this moment in time. Um, you know, Trump is taking on the deep state. Mm -hmm. He's uh, the deep state bull. And this whole thing with all the charges on Trump is bull. Yes. Um, uh, you know, uh, it's a pretty shitty <laughs> thing. But, you know, when you're in a bullfight, uh, you ignore the bullshit. Uh, keep your eyes on the bull. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm showing and, some uh, of as, your goods here on the on the, the screen. So there's oh uh, good. There's the jacket. And so this is at the JenniferMaxStore.com, right? The Jennifer M A C 
dot com. Yeah. The Jennifer. Yeah, and, and you know, let me. Just, com. Yeah. Let me just say this. Um, we love the stuff that we've done related to this. I think right now is the moment to vote somehow to let your neighbors, your friends, everybody else know where you stand on this whole thing with Trump. You know, if you got a Trump hat, a Trump sign, 2020 yes. thing, uh, put them back on the front lawn. Put them back, uh, you know, fly the flag. Uh, uh, just talking to Michael Jaco, he has one of the Matador flags. We have a kind of a limited supply, a car and, and three or five flags. Um, I don't think we'll do that again the way we did it. We might do something else. But uh, uh, anyway, we've got those out there. And, you know, fly the flag. Fly a Trump 2020, you know, find uh, your old thing that you took off the uh, front lawn and put it back out there. You were saving it for history. Well, put it back out there. Let everybody know you're not giving up on Trump because the fight's not over. This is about 2020. Before it's all over, um, we are going to get to justice on 2020. You know, Trump now is going to have the legal right to subpoena uh and take depositions of people related to that whole 2020 thing, including people like Ray Epps. Who was Ray Epps working for out in that crowd? Who was he working with? Who was he coordinating out in the crowd to what end? Uh, were they out there rabble-rousing? Were they working for the three-letter agency? Who were they getting their checks from? How many days before that event did they go and train together for that event, who are the police officers that fired the concussion grenades illegally mm -hmm. into the crowd? Okay, there's lots of questions there. Trump can go through all of those. They won't get that done by 2024. I guarantee you that thing's going to go on forever. They're going to have every legal right. The people that decided to go after Trump on the J6 stuff, that was the dumbest move of all. It really is. It will. We now have the legal right to go in there and talk to all the people. And it's not going to be pretty. Yeah. That, that is and then the other thing is, of course, Trump's going to be, his team's going to ask for a change of venue. They're going to try to gag him, not be able to talk to the public, not be able to do campaign events, not able to travel, you know, house arrest or something. Uh, uh, they'll ask for a change of venue, and, and they're going to ask for it to West Virginia. Um, that's not going to stand, I don't think. Uh, American people are going to be livid if that is allowed to stand. And again, that's taking out uh, an opponent in the campaign. That's banana Republic stuff. Um, mm -hmm. You know, uh, you know, drama ahead, it's gonna be epic. You know, enjoy the show. That's why I have the popcorn in the book. This is the show. Uh, the dance to get Trump unable to follow through on the campaign and uh, the uh, move now to get Biden out of office so you can get uh, somebody else into his position who has a prayer of winning in 2020. And uh, they don't have that right now. They can't yeah. do it with Harris. They can't do it with Biden. What's the dance they're going to do that doesn't let McCarthy, second line of the presidency, come up from the House? What are they going to do to get somebody like Newsom into the vice presidency first and then up to the presidency? Because right. that's sequenced. And uh, what's what's what you know? If I was Harris, I wouldn't just have a food taster. I'd have three. I'd have a Franken bullpen full of foot, of uh, food tasters because she's you know, I think she's in a very precarious situation. Somebody wants her out, so they can get somebody else in, so they can get them up to the presidency. Don't kid yourself. 
Yeah, no kidding. She's not protected like Trump is. <laughs> I don't believe. Yeah, and uh, well, remember, yeah. Trump's food taster got very, 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 very ill and had to retire. And of course, there's a question about uh, what was the situation with Trump himself. Uh, similar thing happened with Justice Thomas. Um, uh, got very ill with his wife. Uh, you know, there's you know, the palace intrigues are much greater than people realize going on behind the scenes. We're, you know, it's, it's a very precarious moment in uh, U.S. history. Yes. And uh, i tell you, this guy's a, the shyster. <laughs> is Newsom. So uh, that's that would be scary to, to ever think about. Uh, but, but, I, I, but, but there's uh, some prophetic words, by the way, Juan, that actually say that they are going to try to flip into, into Obama. All right, so that the sequence would be, you know, Michelle Obama comes in as a as a vice president. Do you think that's potentially likely besides Newsom? I don't. Um, uh, they may want to. They may try to get her in as backfill after say a Newsom to the presidency. It won't work. American people aren't going to have that. They're not going to have a transgender in the White House and agree to it. Uh, they may try to pull it off. They may even get her there, but the American people won't stand for it. Um, and, uh, you know, that is uh, not in the appetite of the American people. Um, you know, she's a baphomet. Uh, that's the way it is. That's a person doesn't want to do a sex change. They want to project themselves as both sexes. And that's the baphomet image uh, because mm -hmm. Satan, Lucifer, the devil presents as both male and female not one or the other both um and so that's what these baphomets want to do they're generally men wanting to portray as women uh classically witches uh the senior witches of a coven were men uh, uh presenting as women and that's why they always look so ugly in the portrayals um uh, is these men portraying themselves as women uh, running a coven. So, just so you know. Yeah, so this Baphomet thing is, is quite amazing. Um, and, and and do you think that if, if they put Michelle up there that, that they would come out publicly what she really is? <laughs> no, uh, I think what you're really looking at is uh, they'll never drop that merit there. Oops. Um, uh, they missed uh, uh, they'll never acknowledge that narrative voluntarily uh, may come out at Gitmo or something but it's not going to be acknowledged voluntarily before then yeah that, that'll, that'll be intriguing well any any other so I know we, we I love your biblical insight as well a lot of people are talking about uh, there's going to have to be a, a God moment here if you will yeah, a second exodus or a great exodus. Yeah. Any thoughts on this uh, near-death experience and and uh, timing around that? Well, let me let me just add this. You know, um, uh, you have to have justice in America before it's all done. Um, when when Solomon asked for wisdom. Uh, and there's all sorts of stuff there that's kind of interesting uh, in the um, 
greater and lesser keys of Solomon, the book that was supposedly written by Solomon for his son Jeroboam, um, so he could uh, take the wisdom that he had and go forward. Uh, and it's a very um, uh, dark, unscriptural book. It presents as being good and everything else, but it's, it's essentially how to control uh, angels and demons to do work that you want to do. And so uh, it's uh, used in the occult circles as kind of an occult Bible. Um, in, in what uh, Solomon got, which he, you know, he was widely uh, acclaimed for um, his wisdom, you know, most, uh, you know, the example that most people are instantly aware of, there was two women that were prostitutes. Um, they lived in the same house, mm -hmm. and uh, they both had babies about the same time. And uh, one of the women, you know, and, and remember, having a son in that era was important because that was your retirement uh, policy. That was who would care for you in your old age. Uh, you know, by whatever means, however you had it, you have a child, you have a son, that's whether you're going to even at some level survive and be halfway okay or not um as well as some of the women were within this camp where if they got pregnant by a powerful person within a certain window of celestial alignments then the child was considered um if you know you had a high-ranking person or a caesar or something like that um if the child uh, was born with certain celestial alignments, then it's considered that this was a um, uh, divine birth, that they were had some level of divinity. So then you have to think about the way the word is said. There's some that think that these were two of, of Solomon's concubines, people that essentially took a contract to be sexually aligned specifically uh, to this king-like person, a, a second-level wife, if you will. And so uh, the, uh, they're in this arrangement. It's quite possible that these were actually concubines to Solomon. Mm -hmm. And when they, the one woman rolled over on the baby in the middle of the night and suffocated it, hmm. she then, realizing what had happened, woke up, she went and replaced the other woman's baby with her dead child and took the other woman's child to herself. Mm -hmm. Now, if they both had the same father, they might the babies might look very similar for different reasons anyway uh, already. Um, you know, the women could even be sisters or some something like that, but they both lived in the same building, uh, apartment, whatever. With that in mind... Uh, then the woman who wakes up with the dead baby beside her realizes that this is not her baby. She recognizes it's not, not her baby. She realizes what the other woman has done in the middle of the night, but she's trying to convince somebody. If they finally get her case to Solomon himself, they had some level of access to reach Solomon, not just you know some local official or something or had gone up through the ranks to get to Solomon. Uh, and you have to picture Solomon um, because of his ability to mediate between different groups, to raise 
uh, to take very difficult subject matter and reconcile it uh, with an outcome that everybody had to agree to. Mm-hmm. More and more people were coming to him. They came out of the woodwork for Solomon right. to make decisions in hard cases. Right. So he was very swamped because he had wisdom to mediate on these very difficult matters. And, and in fact, Solomon, um, he was widely known for his diplomatic skills because he's the one that expanded the borders of Israel and all the alliances out into other neighboring areas and to develop trade for Israel out across the country. Mm-hmm. That was something that Solomon did. So with all of that in mind, here this intractable problem with the two women comes to him. And so Solomon, um, he proclaims something that is just. He says, all right, bring me a sword. And uh, here, give us the baby. And he orders that the baby be split in half, and each of the women get half the baby. And part of the implication here is that it may, in fact, be Solomon's baby either way. But he has the right to make this decision. He's going to settle it once and for all, and he does that. Now, had they split the baby in half, it would have been a form of justice. Would it be um, divine, divinely inspired, beautiful justice? Or would it have been a type of justice even then that many would have argued for, well, that's the only way you can solve this. They didn't have DNA at the time. Um, You know, may have been the same father with both women. Uh, And very hard to tell one with the other. They might have even been sisters. You'll never figure it out. And so here he's with this intractable problem, yet he came up with an inspired solution Mm -hmm. that was a greater type of justice. And at the moment that he gave the decision, here, split the baby in two and give each woman half and let's get him out of here. I want to get out of the next case. We're done. This, you know, can't be solved any other way. The one who was the real mother, she strikes up, uh, no, 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 don't kill the baby. It's better that the baby live and be raised by the other woman than die. I, I, if that's the price, I withdraw my claim. The other woman says, fine then that's that's fine why because there's a rivalry in the camp if one woman has the child and the other doesn't the one with the child if let's say solomon or some other some other powerful man is the father um then that woman's going to have higher stature she's going to be cared for better uh and uh you know as a better mother better you know all sorts of things so there was a position of rank involved also so when the other mother was good with that decision it meant that the other woman wouldn't get ahead of her and they'd still have an even playing field to go try and have another baby and uh then you know have rank within the harem uh or the community have a provider whatever um Solomon, seeing that one woman had greater love for the child that was true love uh, versus the other woman that was just looking at the child as a stepping stone uh, for provision or for stature, 
uh, discerned that that woman was in fact the one that was had true motherly love and therefore was, all, was almost certainly the true mother and under any circumstance the better person to raise that child because she cared about the child yeah. and everybody was marveling in awe of his uh, ability to administer justice when the angel came to solomon and offered him whatever he wished and then solomon asked for wisdom yeah. he said also when he asked for wisdom so that i may justly deal with uh, uh, our father's people. Mm -hmm. um, okay, so justice was to do the will of God, to take care of his people. In the country right now, with what's going on with these lawfare against Trump, trying to get to the, a, a just vote in the country, um, is that about justice? Is blocking, um, looking for the true vote to get it right, uh, to have an honest review of the vote as opposed to these judicial blocks. You know, people think, oh, we've we've had all sorts of cases, don't look at the vote, and there's nothing wrong. No. In only a handful of cases have we actually gotten to the underlying uh, facts of what occurred, the evidence. Most of the time they're just blocking it on administrative uh, procedural things to get to keep it from actually coming to a just review or a thorough review. So, uh, again, has justice yet been done, or is it in the pipeline getting ready to be done in America? No, it hasn't been done. So we have to hold for true justice in America, and uh, not just this crooked justice. Uh, splitting the baby, that was not true justice. Mm -hmm. True justice is who wants to save America, who is concerned about the well-being of America overall. Uh, you know, it, 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 oftentimes when you have people in conflict, if I don't get my way, nobody does. That's when people start killing somebody. If I don't get to have the woman, then I'm killing her, or the guy. They're killing somebody um, in, in lovers' quarrels. Uh, it's as bizarre as it is, uh, it's, it's what happens. So we have to wiseacre up to the fact that we live in a very corrupted world where injustice is commonplace and the people administering this injustice have ulterior motives and if they don't win, if they can't hold office, if it's not their way, they don't want anybody else to have it. This administration that's in there right now, um, if they aren't able to hold office and retain it, they know that many of their cohorts and many of their schemes and mechanisms building wealth and power and uh, liaisons out into the world for their globalist operations, that that all comes off the rails. If they can't get their global schemes and be in power, nobody gets to be in power and everybody dies. That's the devil's way. I don't get my way, kill them all. He wants us all dead. Cain versus Abel moment. Mm -hmm. Yeah, very beautiful. I just didn't know if you have any um, thoughts on Everybody wants to know your thoughts on timing as well as what what is going to be this near-death experience. Any any thoughts on what that near-death experience could be, in your opinion? And how close um, are we to it? <laughs> it's some type of a nuclear, 
it's it's a nuclear standoff it's a uh, a political standoff that you're not going to get to justice in america um uh you know uh cuban missile crisis type of event uh please god not an actual nuclear exchange but something uh nearing that where uh somebody decides to blink we get to saner minds and uh it doesn't go where it could go and of course i've talked about it um within nuclear command and beyond yeah uh biden does not have control of the uh, keys uh, and uh uh that's just the way it is so it may be some kind of a sense of a near standoff in america reaches that precipice but it's not uh it's you know for most people that is i believe the near-death experience um some kind of a national shutdown is somewhere in here but it's not it's not right away there's uh, the sequence that i i believe is is coming uh we will have a um we will have a uh, uh there's tribunals that are actually in play right now they're doing um they're doing uh uh investigative work right now so an investigative tribunal is looking at all of the information facts uh concerning certain things and then as a result of that they may hand out indictments the indictments don't have to be served immediately because you may have more than one player involved and they're hearing evidence on numerous things uh, i think there's uh at least three maybe four tribunals within the circles of what you know i'm aware of uh, they are classified so i'm only reading the tea leaves i just know that i have four um people known to me firsthand who are somewhere on a tribunal it, it could it be prosecutorial have they arrested somebody in the middle of the night etc no idea uh but they're on tribunal that i know so is it possible they've arrested some people there could be contractors there could be people that have been picked up somewhere i don't think so uh and when the moment comes to switch from investigative to prosecutorial um the healing for america is not secret arrest oops hey juan i accidentally uh muted you somebody said that somebody had unmuted but um i didn't notice that that was you apologize so oh, you, there we go shoot i think go. that was me i apologize uh, that's no. that's horrible um gotcha. back. Uh, say again okay um let me go <laughs> so. let me go back and say what i said a second ago the okay. Uh, there, there are some tribunals, and I'm extrapolating this because I know some people that have been called in for tribunals. We don't know if they're prosecutorial or investigative. Mm -hmm. uh, investigative means they're looking at facts and then handing down indictments, but nobody's under arrest yet. Uh, could it be prosecutorial? Is there some people that have already been arrested? Um, it's possible, but I don't believe so. Um, certainly nobody down at Gitmo, uh, you know, people wearing masks and, and the real people have been taken into custody. I don't believe that for a second. How do we know exactly what's going on? This is classified. You cannot know the details of tribunal, the members of the tribunal, anybody involved in that office, just like a grand jury, that is a secret, um, um, process, a judicial process, and it's totally military. Um, it's not happening in the justice department. You can't get to justice 
in the Justice Department. That's what you're seeing with the indictments of Trump. Right. So what would be the context? Um, they would take in material, review it, and then decide uh, if crimes have occurred, hand down an indictment, and they don't have to arrest the person the second the indictment comes down. The arrest, uh, you could look at numerous uh, individuals while you're building out the rest of the cases, and then uh, so nobody gets a wind of exactly when it's coming down or whatever, do an arrest at some later date uh, and do them with some kind of organization because the people involved in this are predominantly very high-level people very prominent people that uh, are visible in the public sector, you're not doing secret arrests. In fact, we don't want that. We want public arrests, public trials. That's how you get to um, a solution in our society. Uh, so we're not China, we're not Russia. Um, in, that, in that context of doing um, these public arrests, uh, what, would be the, what would be the arrest for? Is it 2020? Is it 2022? No, I don't believe so. Uh, three of the people that I'm aware of that were called away for uh, participation in tribunals uh, in their history have uh, Russia expertise. And then um, uh, they're recently retired, so that would put them in where they still have active clearances. So they're subject matter experts, uh, at least three of them, and with uh, clearances that are probably uh, were still active at the time that they agreed to come out of retirement. So, what was Russia, Russia, Russia? That's the 2016 campaign, um, and that's the blocking of uh, President Trump being able to, um, uh, you know, operate as president uh, freely and undistracted. That's that's the actions of a traitor. That's that's treason. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, so I believe that the first arrest that we will be aware of will be Russia, Russia, Russia related. Um, when could that happen? Um, at least one of those uh, persons was called away somewhere around the end of August last year, early September. Uh, and uh, the others, I believe, were in the window around Thanksgiving. And I became aware of them in a little month or so later yeah uh would so somewhere about a year ago um those tribunals were were seated began hearing information getting through all the evidence are they going to go on for three years i don't think so uh they probably have enough to do the the the, the material has matured enough and justice department did not go forward with prosecutions which mm -hmm. then triggered that there would be a military look at it. We know that after Biden was seated, he didn't get nuclear command and control um, based on stuff that happened over the ensuing uh, weeks and month. And uh, uh, with certain facilities closed up under um, concern that we may have been attacked uh, and uh, Trump declaring a national emergency March 13th, closing up Cheyenne Mountain on the 15th, uh, some months going by as as there was looking at all this information and then uh, that information resulting in the um, seating of tribunals may have been stuff going on for quite some time. Is it going to go on forever? No. At some point, if there was interference, um, you have to rectify that with prosecution. And I think that that's something that arrests would come anytime. Uh, you know, is it this week or next week? Hard to say. 
I think uh, somewhere um, in the uh, uh, you know late fall that we would see the first arrests that would affect the um, you know taking those people off street from Russia, Russia, Russia. Those investigations would then evolve to those people that protected the people doing Russia, Russia, Russia stuff coming up on the 2020 campaign. Uh, it's it's almost unimaginable that a sitting president, as popular as Trump was, coming into the 2020 campaign would lose. And uh, somebody like Biden campaigned from the ba uh, basement with no real campaign offices and no real attendance at his events would actually have won. The, you know, that's the stuff that would come out. So the second step probably isn't in that first wave of arrests. It's somewhere later. And that could be months or more later that you would then maybe begin to go to those things there. In the interim, uh, you'll probably have the rabble rousing and the same suspects show up to, you know, have civil unrest. But the reality is this is a big country. Mm -hmm. And even if you had civil unrest in, in hundreds of locations, it probably reduces down to those primary cities. There was about a uh, little over a dozen, about 14 cities uh, across the country that these anarchist groups uh, gravitated towards. And as the country pushes back and the attitude within the country doesn't allow them to uh, do that in these towns, they'll fall back to the places where they feel enough secure to continue their activities. And in reality, as they self-centralize, it will get easier and easier to uh, collect them in, nip their activities in the bud, arrest them, and, uh, and uh, throw them in the clinker and put an end to it. And you may very well have some military deployment within the country that feels like a near-death experience for America. The important thing, I think, for everybody to remember I've said it's a near-death experience for America. It is not a death yes. experience where we don't come back. It's a near-death experience that allows us to see what would happen to America, what America would be like, what the world would be like without America, without the Constitution in play, mm -hmm. uh, and to feel that uh, cut it with a knife, so real. Um, uh, nearly a nuclear exchange because of a faked vote and the people that got into power and some kind of a standoff and then some divine intervention. You know, what that divine intervention looks like precisely, that's, that's God's realm. No man knows the hour of the day of Christ's return. There's something God reserves to himself. He will not be mocked. This is his people. Mm -hmm. He's the one that made the commitments to the pilgrims that prayed for us, this generation. He's the one that heard the calls of those people, those Christians that showed up in Washington, D.C., the called uh, that I talk about in the movie, that were praying in faith that God would intervene for America. There is a, a remnant, and God, God will not be mocked. He will honor the prayers of his people. Um, yeah. Will we survive this moment yes but will it be a trying moment remember with lazarus whom christ loved stayed at his house whenever he's traveling through town when the emissaries came to christ and said come quickly come quickly come quickly lazarus is near death 
your friend, Lazarus, if you just come right now, you could heal him. You could pull him back from the brink of death. And Christ moved slower. He didn't race to Lazarus. Mm -hmm. Everybody's, we got to hurry up and get there. We got to get there. No. For the glory of God, Christ walked with determination. And when he got there, there was weeping and crying. The sisters were beside themselves because Christ didn't race to the situation. He didn't bring all of his apostles. The whole city's there because Lazarus, this great man of the city, this very renowned person who was revered around the city, uh, had died. And Christ didn't care enough to race to him to bring him back from the brink of death or death itself. And so when he got there, uh, you know, everybody, you know, you, you, you came so slow, it's too late, he's already dead, he's gone, we've already had the funeral. In that part of the world, you know, they would wash the dead person and have him in the grave uh, before sunset on the same day. Okay, if they died overnight, by the next afternoon before sunset, they were in the grave. And it's been three days now. By now, he stinks. <laughs> His was already rotting. Yeah. And Christ said, roll the stone back. And they were like, are you kidding? He stinks. We're not playing. Are you out of your mind? You took too long. It's over. If you had come immediately, he might have stood a chance. But because you dawdled, Coming to the situation, it's all over. It's your fault, Jesus. You didn't get him before it was too late. And Christ told him to roll the stone back anyway, even though he's going to stink. And the guys rolled the stone back. And the way the stones were done in that day, they'd have a little bit of a ramp, and it's a heavy stone. And that ramp uh, was kind of on an incline. You'd have this heavy stone. And so the stone would be in position, they would take the, the blocks out from each it and it would roll down into position and they'd wax around the stone to seal in the smell and seal the grave from farming yeah, and all sorts of things like that. Um, and they'd anoint the body with, you know, some perfumes like that, but it was just, you know, ceremonial to get through the day to the, to the burial. Um, Christ says, roll the stone back. Well, it took several very strong men, probably took, you know, a very large number, could be a dozen or more, to roll this stone back up the ramp and then put it in place. And of course, the guys don't want to roll it back, so you have to smell the stench out of the thing. They probably got, you know, uh, you know, clothing over their nose and mouth and all that because they're expecting the stink to be coming out of the, the grave and they're complaining that Christ is being ridiculous with this. But they roll it back, and then Christ, standing back away from the grave, cries out loudly. Lazarus come forth and the very short order Lazarus comes out of the grave he's wrapped in grave clothes like a mummy and he comes out of the grave walks out you know talk about being white as a ghost he's wrapped, wrapped in mummy clothes I guarantee you there was people in that audience that faced it <laughs> and, and they unwrap him imagine what stories we hear we have people with near-death experiences and they're all over the internet with what they saw what happened to them what they experienced they were dead for 15 20 minutes an hour here 
you're talking about somebody who was dead for three days. What stories did Lazarus have for everybody? And then after that, remember they were 40 days out from Christ's crucifixion himself. And so he traveled with Christ to Jerusalem for the Passover. And all that entourage around Christ got to hear over and over Lazarus' story of what those three days in hell, in purgatory, in heaven, wherever he was at, what was what was it like for Lazarus? And preparing the crowd for what was about to happen with Christ. Um, America's about to go through something like that. It will be epic. It will be trying. It will be gripping. But when we're through with this, the people in this audience will have a story for the next generation and the next generation and the next generation of faith, of consequences, of divine intervention in ways that we can only imagine right this second. But God's going to enjoy saving America in his own way as an example to the whole world saving his people through this moment of crisis and trial uh, yeah. with a testimony um, so that we may go forth not to uh, be our brother's keeper out across the world, the devil's way, to bring the devil's justice, to split the babies and destroy, to get to some kind of twisted mm-hmm. justice, but a divinely inspired justice going out to the world, being our brother's brother doing that which is honorary to our maker, to his divinity, to his perfection, to bring the world back from the brink. That's what's ahead for America. We will fulfill our role, the role that the pilgrims prayed for, that the people that showed up in Washington, D.C., January 20th, were praying for. That was a prayerful crowd that showed up to see America. Um, saved through this crisis and to get justice in America, including leaders that we actually voted for and not injustices and and theft of the vote put in usurpers doing the devil's work, putting transgenders in school and, 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 and altering young children's minds, confusing them on every kind of term that you can imagine, putting us on the brink of nuclear war, uh, uh, you know, getting people to self-terminate uh, over a falsehood in the medical community, a thousand things. This is our chance as God's people to be Solomon's operating under divine direction, not Solomon's administering the devil's injustice with imperfection, uh, doing the devil's will. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's going to lead to, to a massive revival I just can't wait because <laughs> all that story of what we all got to go through, right? I think that's a great parallel to what you talked about with the Lazarus story. Thanks thanks for doing that, Juan. Really appreciate you. We'd like to uh, make sure we have some time just to pray for you again and, and maybe you pray for the country too if you'd like. But uh, um, you have time for to, to sneak in a, a couple prayers? Okay. And if there's any of course, I appreciate it tremendously. And, and, and I will say this, by the way, We just lost audio in there for a second one. 
in backing him up at his critical, you know, moment of trial, his family. Um, even if you trust God going into battle, and he is the Megador, he is the Matador, he's going out on the field to play. Anybody that thinks that there's not some trepidation to enter the ring with the bull. Um, even if you survive, do you survive without injury, being trampled, gored? Uh, this is this is nerves of steel moment in yeah. this lawfare moment, and I I would just say that um, even Christ prayed, uh, inspired by God, quoted the Psalms. Uh-huh. If it be possible. Let this cup pass from me. Yes. Nonetheless, thy will be done. You don't think Trump is, uh, you know, coming into this third round in the bullfight. Just him and the bull out in the ring field of battle. And the most dangerous part of the bullfight is the third round because the bull is getting more and more tired. His head hangs lower. The bull is more dangerous then than at any time in a bullfight because his horns and his head, from because they're not marathon runners, uh, they only have so many charges in them. Mm-hmm. And as they charge and charge and charge, they get more and more exhausted. They uh, will flip their heads back and forth. And as they flip their heads back and forth with those horns and their head is lower, because they're exhausted, they can't hold their head up high anymore. Their nose gets down into the dirt and the dust, and you see the bulls snorting dust because they're the the dirt of the earth. Their, their nose is right in the dirt, and their horns are right there around the knees and thighs of the bullfighter. And if they can catch a thigh and gore them, bullfighters frequently die. Some of the greatest bullfighters ever. The end of their career wasn't in a retirement home. It was being gored by a bull mm-hmm. and uh, having a femoral artery torn and bleeding to death. Very common. Um, that's this moment in the bullfight. And the matador has to beg the bull to keep charging because they're so exhausted. Go ahead, charge me one more time. Why is that? Because when the bull charges with his head down low, the shoulder blades widen out, and that's what gives the opportunity to kill a bull. You can't get them through the breastplate. You can't get them through the side and get to the heart. Too much bone, too much muscle in the way. But the way you kill the bull in the bullfight is that as the shoulder blades widen out, there's a space of three, four inches that's to the side of the backbone on either side. And you have to get the sword in there and get it all the way to the hilt, all the way to the heart to kill the bull. This is the deep state bull that is now reaching that last moment and tired and more dangerous than ever. And the bullfighter in the ring is Donald Trump. I believe that imagery that I have in the Megador that uh, Jen did that beautiful piece of art. And then the counterpoint to it all those that answered the call from Trump, be present, be counted for, be seen by your neighbors, be seen by your representatives, that you want justice in the vote. Uh, This is that call to action moment 
And what you do, what every person in this audience prayerfully should do, go find an old Trump 2020 um, campaign uh, sign. Go find yeah. the one you put away for your children's children from 2016. Plant it back in the yard. Put it in your window where the thieves won't steal it because they want to have fun. Put it on the roof of your house. Fly a Megador flag that uh, we have or a flag that you go buy from any of the sites on there. Wear your Trump hat. Let everybody know. Pick a lane. Be counted. You know, cause like, that you're there with the man on the field of play, putting it all on the line and his family and cheering for the win against this deep state bull that just intends to destroy everything. It's it's the tale of Gilgamesh and uh, the bull that fell from heaven. That's the that's the classic reference. That's this moment. Be on the right side. We need to close ranks with the president in prayer and in display. Every once in a while. To be seen and counted. This won't be over in a day or a week or a month. It's going to go on for months and months and long months, even after the arrest on the Russia, Russia, Russia stuff and out into next year. Uh, don't be um, shallow. Rome wasn't built in a day. These problems didn't get here in a day. We have a long fight ahead of us. This is a near-death experience. But you got to get it over with. you got to run and get Lazarus out of the tomb now. you got to save. It's got to be over with right now. No. There's much more involved. Um, be resolute, be strong in the Lord, hold your lane, be part of this moment in history on the right side of history to see justice done in America as America sobers up and stops the uh, attack on justice. In Jesus' name, make it so, Father. Can't hear you well. All right. Looks like uh, we've lost Juan. So um, I was just playing some music here to to do some prayer. Um, but looks like Juan's uh, still there. He's just muted. Yeah, he's still there, just muted. So let me see. Let's see if we get to ask him to unmute because he probably did that on uh, accident. Yeah. I muted myself just so you didn't have background noise there, bro. Oh, okay, great. Okay, so I see what was going on. So, uh, yeah, just keep your camera on so that we can uh, pray for you right now. So, hey, Gus, would you mind starting a prayer and then maybe a couple people pray and then we'll wrap it up. We thank you so much, Juan. But go ahead, go ahead, yeah, Gus. Father God, <clears throat> we thank you so much for the many influencers, patriots that we have out in our audience, but perhaps... One of the greatest that we love to bring amongst us to hear his anecdote, his stories, his intel, his information. This is the way he's uh, doing his part in his battle. 
to save our nation and to save our world. Lord, he's a force to be reckoned with. He is definitely a man after your own heart. He's he's a person to follow as he follows Christ, Lord. We thank you for one I'm saving. We pray, Lord, that you continue to bless him and bless his wife, Jennifer Mack. Protect them, Lord, with your holy angels. Protect Juan in all his endeavors, everywhere he goes, everywhere he travels, Lord. Lift up his voice evermore, Lord, and let his voice be heard out there in the masses. The information, Lord, that you give him, that you speak through him, let it go out to the masses and let them grow in wisdom and knowledge, in, in your wisdom and knowledge, Lord, which we know is truth. That always seems to be what Juan is sharing, your truth, Lord. We thank you for Juan. We ask that you just bless him. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Who else would like to pray? Go ahead. Go ahead, Elizabeth. From Australia. Good day, everyone. Um, Father, I just want to lift up one of precious wife to Father a little God, bit closer to the microphone. Thanks. The great things that Chris is doing, I really ask and agree with the prayer that Gus has been Protect with your heavenly forces. And Lord, wisdom and knowledge, Father God, which he is so great at sharing. We just thank you that you strengthen him in this time and just give him rest when it's needed. And we just thank you for all the frontliners. We thank you that you are amazing, Lord. And we just thank you for the protection and also that we can stand firm in your truth, Lord, and that we can be confident that you've got this, Lord, and that we trust in you every day. We give you praise and glory for what you're doing, even though we don't see all the times what's going on. It's like a duck when you see on the top, it's very calm, but underneath the feet are flopping crazy. So, Lord, we know there's so much going on behind the scenes. We also ask for you know, President Trump to be strengthened and all the people around him to be godly with wisdom and to anything that is not of you, Father God, that will be out and out, we pray. And we thank you for this mission, Lord Jesus. We thank you that you have the glory in all of this. And we thank you, Lord, that when it all comes out, it is just going to be amazing. So in that meantime, keep us strong, keep us confident, keep us full of faith and let us know that you are an amazing Father. Who loves his creation so much thank you lord amen go ahead chris and i'll wrap her up after chris go ahead chris all righty lord we thank you and praise you father for one and we thank you for all of the knowledge and the wisdom that you have given him we thank you for the path that you've given him to walk lord that you have put him in the right place at the right time with the right people and you've given him the words to be able to combat the things that are going on in the natural and the spiritual. Father, we ask you in the name of Jesus and by the power of the Holy Spirit that you would put a hedge of protection and a wall of fire around Juan from the top of his head to the soles of his feet. Father, I ask that every step that he takes be protected by you, that every plane that he gets on is protected by you, every meal that he eats is protected by you. Father, we ask that nothing that is formed against him will be able to prosper in the name of Jesus. 
We command anything that's been formed against him to be broken and sent to your feet for judgment, never to be returned again. Father, and we ask the same of Jennifer. We ask that she has a hedge of protection, a wall of fire around her, that the fiery darts of the enemy cannot break through the shield that you have put around both of them. Father, we just thank you and praise you for the life that you've given them. And Lord, we just ask that wherever you direct him, that he would gain the knowledge and the understanding to be able to help those that are in this fight. And that just that you would have your angels around. And in your name I pray. Amen. Amen. Beautiful. Uh, I'll just finish this up real quick and say, Heavenly Father, just thank you so much for um, Juan. And uh, wow, what a, what a huge privilege to have him on this show. What a huge privilege to have him fighting for this country. Lord, we just thank you and we ask that he will continue to amplify, that you continue to amplify his voice and allow his uh, message to get out there that we need to stay in faith. Thank you for his biblical backing and his understanding that this is a this is about faith, not fear. This is about faith, not sight, Lord. We pray for blessings over he and Jennifer Mack and all his family and the, and the people that are surrounding around him. Protection, not only protection, but huge blessings come on him. And Lord, we ask for everybody, I pray for everybody that's listening to, that listen to this one here. Um, and, and I hope they captured um, that this thing about Lazarus in the last, uh, but we want things to move faster. Lord, may they be patient, yet strong. May we be, have, be completely out of sight, out of fear, and into faith as we move forward and we use our authority in Christ to pray down this cabal in all seven mountains of culture and influence. And we use the authority of the name above all names, the blood that he shed for us and that power and authority. We call down all parts of the evil, the deception that's going on. And we ask the truth, the spirit of truth to just permeate this in land. And the truth comes out about everything and is that they're exposed completely. And we bind up rules and powers and authorities of this dark world and we loose heaven angels of all rankings of division, even the Lion of Judah for justice down on this land. Thank you, Lord. We pray all this in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. And uh, thank you again, Juan, so much for taking the time. It's been beautiful to spend this time with you, and we look so forward to having you come on at another time. Um, and uh, and to just stay safe as we move forward here. With that, guys, we are going to uh, move into uh, a Bible study with Gus. I know it's a little bit late, so have the energy to do that though that's part of the backstage beautiful stuff that you can have so if you would like to be part your of voice kind of goes low with that music right, yeah that's probably just on zoom because of the, the way zoom works but anyway guys i want to let you guys know that we're gonna have a bible study with gus uh, every wednesday night um, and you can join that here on the backstage in zoom just like you could have been backstage with with uh, Juan, you could be backstage with these different guests um, and most guests that um, take questions, because I can give you a bunch of questions in, um, we will have you as the audience, as those on back on stage on Zoom, take the questions, right? So I hope, uh, hope all is well, guys. And uh, with that, we're gonna, we're gonna um, go backstage. So join us, go to blessedteach.com, hit the backstage app. You could be there for the Bible study right now. We'd love to have you. God bless you, and we'll talk to everyone here, here soon.